Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and I'm Jack. Hey, and it's uh, Thursday night and I'm Riff. I'm saving it for the podcast. Nice. Who is saving it for the podcast? Hot, hot stuff. All right. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. Uh, we've got uh, we've got our delicious Dong Island iced teas in front of us. Mm-hmm. It's like a regular Long Island iced tea, but there's a dong in it. There's not really a dong <coughs> in it. You, what you do is you drill a hole in the bottom of your Long Island iced tea, and so oh. when you're at the movies, oh. and you're like, hey, girl I'm on a date with, would you like a sip of my Long Island iced tea? <laughs> and she says, you're what? Would you like a... Would you like to reach in, get, grab a handful, yeah, grab of, a handful of Long Island dust? Grab a well, handful no, of my cocktail. You want to put, you, ah. want her to, you want her to put her mouth in there, not her hand. Yeah, right? but it's like with big, popcorn, it's the better trick. With popcorn, like you're reaching over, it makes more sense. I understand. I know. I understand. I know. I know. I know your joke. I know the joke. It's just, <laughs> it's the, just not very funny. The, the logistics of it, <laughs> just. I mean, how do you keep it up. from leaking out? And what if she accidentally decides to if try and use your dick out, as a maybe straw? Maybe you should see a doctor. <laughs> uh, yeah, doctor. Every time, every time I'm alive, <laughs> Long Island iced tea drains out of my dong. <laughs> what do you think the problem is? Because <laughs> <sighs> it happens even when you're asleep, when you're not peeing. Mm. That's what a leak is. You take a leak. You're like taking a leak from the world, from the conceptual space right. of the world around you and putting it in you long enough for you to drain your bladder. Hmm. So okay. I'm going to take a leak and then at the end I'm going to put that leak back into the ether. The ether <laughs> is the part of the universe that holds leaks. <clears throat> you know, leaks are also a vegetable. I know. Okay. Are they a vegetable or are they a green? Are they a bulb? Uh, I mean, is, is lettuce that, a vegetable? Wouldn't, wouldn't lettuce vegetable? also be a vegetable? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wasn't aware of an extra distinction is there. Is fruit a vegetable? I don't think so. I think those are two distinct things, right? Although they've changed all that taxonomy uh, stuff yeah, now. I remember hearing, actually, that they fruit, got rid of the fruit whole is a distinction that is not necessarily meaningful. Meaningful, yeah. They added all kinds of but crazy, like... Just invented, basically, because people wanted to distinguish between sweet things and not sweet between things. Between sweet vegetables. Yeah. There's all kinds of crazy life forms about that we don't potato? even we don't even know about now that are out there just eating chewing on garbage. Uh, I read a slash dot story today that suggested that some encyclopedia of life had reached a million pages. I thought you were going to say that encyclopedias are vegetables. <laughs> uh, yes, they are. Uh, the seeds are on the the seeds are in the S edition. <laughs> uh, uh, the seeds of knowledge. Do you think it's really windy outside? I think the think weather has gone insane in the past half hour. Huh. What is that all about? I don't know. Are we going to die on the way to Manuel's? Are uh, we going to get blown? Are we going to get blown all the way to the restaurant? I don't want to die hungry. Okay. I, mean, I kind of want to get blown all the way to the restaurant, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, <laughs> I mean, normally you sit in the front seat on the way there. Uh, so, no. <coughs> uh, right. Unless you bring enough midget prostitutes <laughs> for all of us. Uh, so yeah, what have you guys been up to? KOL, we've been working. Yeah, working. Writing a lot of uh, one-liner jokes. Yeah, writing, writing a lot of writing my share of several liner my, jokes. My thousand lines of text that yeah. that I had to write, and uh, and working on working on the next game. All right, what the hell is going on with the weather? I'm freaking I, out. Guys. I mean, it could be a tornado. You think it's really windy? <laughs> That's what's, it, do you think that's what's going on? I think it's really is windy. Is there a haboob rising? <laughs> oh, there could, be, there a could be a haboob on the way. Sweet. I, I don't mind looking at a haboob while I'm being blown <laughs> to the restaurant. <clears throat> I can check I can check uh, local tweets. Localtweets.com. <laughs> sign, sign on to talk to local tweets. <laughs> Live now. 
Uh, yeah, you guys been up to anything uh, non uh, KOL related that is appropriate to talk about on the KOL podcast? Oh. This is hard, huh? Yeah, I'm not sure what that would be. Uh, we've getting, been getting ready for Comic-Con? What the fuck? Dude, it's just wind. I know, but it's freaking me out, man. That's a, did you hear that? That sounded like a yeah. like a whale. It sounded like, like skeleton claws clawing on the on the window. Do you think a there. whale got blown and was like, yeah? <laughs> That's what that sounds like, right? Is that what the blowhole is for? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, El Accordionacci writes in this forum thread uh, I know it wouldn't be nice to change it for this inaugural season of PvP but for the next season would it be possible to have a level cap for the stainless steel hill and or the hardcore leaderboards my ideal cap would be 13 removing you from the hill and not counting your wins loss records and fame totals after hitting 14 for leaderboard purposes uh, but I can see an argument for the cap being 30 because of uh, the various level 30 trophies. I'm not saying lock anyone over the cap out of PvP but I do think this would encourage more competition on the hardcore PvP side of things I, somebody points out that right now there aren't a lot of people in hardcore with good values in the minis. So the people who've just been leveling in hardcore are at an advantage because other people in hardcore don't have good mini scores and they have higher stats. But once people start ascending into hardcore after working on their minis, then it'll be less of a problem. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, you're, you're partially right in that I don't want to make any fundamental changes until it has been demonstrated that something is a problem for maybe... 12 seasons <laughs> so that's what two years that seems like a yeah. that seems like forever so two years is like a two is like two weeks but uh but another way order more of magnitude yeah way more 10 more orders of magnitude <laughs> yeah. 52 orders of magnitude <laughs> um camel says any way to show in the dungeon logs when the bosses are ready to fight i like to try and manage the boss killing uh, by hiring a boss killer and it would be much easier to do if i could tell when the bosses are ready thanks there is not a really good state there's not a trigger when the boss becomes available like the conditions for whether a boss is available get checked when you try to adventure in the zone and so we could do some kind of weird state tracking where the first time that happened it made some kind of announcement but then it would start the fight if that was the right. case right because it's not <sighs> The way that those things work is there are a fixed number of hobos in the zone, say, leading up to the boss fight being available. There's also a number of fixed hobos that can't reproduce. That's true. Uh, those are mules. Um, yeah. Hmm. And the way that so you defeat them is by beating them at mule half. on the Commodore 64. Hmm. Um, look, it, it, is really, it is really not very enlightened of you to suggest that people can't reproduce just because they're hobos. No. Also, I'm, do the, you have a cold? The, <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> Uh, so you there's a there when you create the dungeon it says all right there are 976 sleazy hobos there's 69 sleazy hobos in Blowjob Alley or whatever that's called mm -hmm. um, and then every time you kill a hobo it increments that and then if somebody tries to adventure there and the number of hobos sorry decrements. It, it increments another flag it doesn't decrement it that's the problem uh, uh, it and I'm not exactly sure why I had to do it that way. Um, there's another flag that's how many hobos you've killed, and every time somebody kills one, it increments that. But the problem is that when there's one hobo left, like five people can start fights because right. it looks for each of them and says, oh, yeah, there's a – because you're not, like, checking out a hobo because that would be a logistical nightmare. Yeah. Hey, mm -hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Go down to the Tenderloin. Check out the hobos. And then – so the number can exceed it. 
right? The number can exceed the 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 number of hobos you've killed can exceed the number of hobos that were there. Right. And so there's not a point there's not a definitive fixed point at which that number becomes the number that that you're looking for. Yeah, it's it a little weird because of all the simultaneities. That said, we might be able to trigger something if like the first time that flag gets incremented past the other flag that it's checking or whatever. But you know, even that, it's like what if there's also some no- in some future theoretical clan dungeon? There's also some non-combat that you have to deal with right. before you can do it. Like we'd have to put logic in everywhere that flag gets incremented. There'd either have to be something checking every few seconds to see if the conditions were right, or there would have to be a lot of really convoluted logic checking every right. time something relevant changes. Yeah, and it just because that was a thing that we wanted, right? We wanted like old scratch to yell in clan chat hey come and get me fuckers right. and then we just uh couldn't it was like ah, it's it. not really a good way to do that um so who knows we're better at our jobs than we were back then maybe there is a way to do it that we've figured out since then i mean we used to think we can't put avatars out in the world but mm-hmm. i think pvp has demonstrated that the pool works <laughs> what <laughs> Those, those avatar hills are pretty sweet. I, yeah, I, they work a lot better than I expected yeah, them to. I, I feel like we should have something similar for the two leaderboards for the current challenge path. Oh, yeah? Like, uh, who's been on this leaderboard the longest? I was just thinking whoever's in the number one slot at the moment. Gets uh, gets their picture up. Gets, gets their picture up on a, on a little throne or something. Yeah, I mean, really, every leader... We could do that with the top of every leaderboard, right? Like, I could just make a generic, like, pedestal for people to be up on. Well, pedestal, if they're female, uh, <clears throat> what do you put a man up on? A high horse. A high horse. Yeah. Okay. Or, or a soapbox. So it's like a horse smoking a dank <laughs> nug. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jokai says, this probably isn't a big deal, but would it be possible to get the plus one fashionably laid on Ascension? No. 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 Because stuff doesn't work like that. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that question means. Fashionably late is a passive skill that gives you plus one adventure at rollover. Oh. I see. Um, so on Ascension, get the plus one. All right. I, I was having a hard time parsing. No, because Ascension is not the same as sleeping. Yeah, rollover is a, is a different animal. I understand why you might think that they are similar or want them or whatever. but Well, I mean, the reason that you want it is because it's an adventure. Sure. And adventures are sweet. Uh, Andy Zero says, accidentally posted this in the wrong thread originally. I have a minor format change request. It would be marginally useful if clicking on last adventure when your last adventure is in the junkyard uh, would show the junkyard. Right now, it just sends you back to the main island. Interesting, clicking on go back to the island after fighting somebody in the junkyard does send you back. To the <laughs> no biggie, just thought. Yeah, because those are two very different things that are handled very differently. And those back two links are they're a such big, a mess. Big, big, big fucking mess. Uh, so much of that, like, I don't know which ones are hard-coded and which ones aren't anymore. I mean, they're all hard-coded, but there's a function that handles the backlinks, but then those have to be changed a lot of the time. Because, like, when you fight a monster that's not in a zone, which, like, that just wasn't a thing when KOL first started. And I don't know why I didn't think it should be a thing. But, no. Uh, So one way in which uh, I'm going to fix a lot of that stuff is by just getting rid of everything that's not a zone. Oh, yeah? Like the shore. Not a zone. What about uh, objects that start fights? Yeah. Make them zones. Okay. Auto zones. 
Uh, Deadnet says, in the Crimbo, uh, in the Let's Fix the Crimbo Tree thread, you mentioned that something new uh, in April-ish would be coming out that could be auto-sold on turn zero for early meet. Was this something you were planning on doing with new PvP that got scrapped or something that's still on the drawing board? Now, it didn't have anything to do with PvP. It also was not turn zero, and... Um, I think you might have said turn zero. No, I said you can get it early with no turn expenditure. I oh. didn't say that you could get it on turn zero. I like, see. that's that is a very different thing. Uh-huh. Well, because something that unlocked at level three that didn't take any turns would be early with no turn expenditure. Okay. It does. It doesn't have to be available at the very beginning to be available early, right? With no turn expenditure, though, like that, the with no turn expenditure to some people could be interpreted as turn zero. Like, can I get? To, oh. I can get there without having spent a single turn. No. Okay. I just meant without spending turns okay. on this content. I see. You have to spend a bunch of meat on it, ironically, which is weird. <laughs> the fuck um yeah and you know what now i just didn't get to it i mean it's been drawn and mostly coded for like a year and a half uh, probably i just don't know what to do with it i can't think of a good thing for that (laughs) it (laughs) see this is hard i can't even like can't even vocalize it Erich says, did you see the discussion about PvP fights rolling over till the next day? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? How would you feel if we could bank up to 50 the way that adventures are capped after five days, 200 turns of not logging on? You know, I'm actually not opposed to that. I'm I, not either. I don't. Yeah, I think funny. that the reason that it doesn't is just because inertia. Yeah, we never, we um, never did it. Here's what. Here's the problem, though, is if we do that the same way that we do adventures, we also end up with that situation where if you load up on PvP fights and then your grandma dies, it'll nuke them a them. But, I mean, it does that already, right? Oh. I think it resets yeah, you to yeah. 10 you every day right all, now. You just would lose all of them instead of... Oh. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like... Part of me is resistant because it's like, no, nope, that's just more stuff. Are you, you suggesting know? killing someone's grandmother is the best way to win at PvP? Uh, n- no, it's not, not. Not this season. It's the best way for them to lose. It's not the best way for you to win, necessarily. I mean, if you killed everyone's grandmother, you'd win. Well, isn't that like just the goal of life in general? It's to kill everyone's grandmother? Yeah. Hmm. There's a leaderboard. Yeah. Grandma's killed flag. Yep. It's, we- it's weird. Huh. <laughs> the, look, the Lord works in mysterious ways. The Lord. Bob Goldthwait. Mm-hmm. Um, 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 um. Phil Master Plus says, Recently I questioned, why are monster attack and defense separate things? To which Jick replied, we want to have uh, levers to make each monster different and interesting. But is this really a thing? Nearly all the monsters follow defense equals 90% of attack. Most deleveling skills work on both attack and defense. Bonus monster level affects both attack and defense. The whole point seems rather moot, what with the current combat system. Speaking of which, any details on the new combat system? There's not a new combat system. There's a tweak that's been in place on dev and nobody has said a goddamn thing about it, so I might just roll it out. Uh, nearly all monsters follow defense equals 90% of attack is not actually true. Yeah, defense equals attack on nearly a lot of, all a monsters. A lot of monsters. But since NS13, d- at the beginning of a fight, the monster's defense just gets multiplied by 0.9. Yeah. Um, because that seemed to make sense for some reason. Well, it did. I mean, we decided what we want. We were like, ah, you know what? The way that combat is playing out now, it they really should be easier to hit than they are to hit you. Yeah. And rather than changing it all, changing every monster, and then deciding that we changed our mind about that, we just hard coded it in case we wanted to roll it back. Right. And we never did. Um, I started messing around. Uh, I need to do some of this. I've got a bunch of like, like tedium that I'm kind of looking forward to. <laughs> After this week is over, um, 
some of which is in making a bunch of items that are cosmetic enchantments now and hard-coded, not hard-coded or cosmetic anymore, but build that functionality into the item table. Uh, and another one is I started with a little experiment in giving monsters a level um, instead of stats and seeing uh-huh. what would actually change. Like, I just want to see what would actually change if I just wrote a script to replace monster... I mean, they still need power and toughness for all the stuff that, or the power and defense for all the stuff that relies on power and defense to <clears throat> yeah. to, to work against. And like right? it, like so, you would be reducing everything that's in the range of like 180 I, to be, 240 because, to to level 14 or whatever. No, because it's not the ranges are not that big. They're, I, they're that big at the high end. Uh, not at the. I, they are. Okay. They're 60 so points for I, like I've, I have level 14. I've written a so. script to actually illustrate to what extent the numbers would change if I did this, and it is not very much. I have seen it, and it is not very much. Okay. It is less than you think. But the, vari- saying, the variability is... The variability is there in almost zero cases. I, like, I seriously, you would be able to count on one hand the number of monsters whose difficulty is changed by even 5% if they all just had a level, I'm pretty sure. <sighs> I, I'm I'm telling you, it's not as big a deal as you think it is. I, it just seems it seems very surprising to me. Like, yes, two things that are at the same level does seem surprising to you. So, like in the early game, I will agree with you because the level ranges are very narrow. But as you get up into level eight, nine, ten, and beyond, I think well, it starts to get what's what's weird. What starts to happen way more is that, like involved. players players do not get to two hundred main stat at level 13, right? But monsters start to get to 200 stats. Like, the monsters that you're fighting in the level, yeah, are above in the your level, level. 12 quest, if they were players, would because, be level 15. I mean, all that stuff that, like, that I was responsible for balancing was always taking into account what you would have in terms of plus stat gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, they, like you'd be fighting level 15 monsters yep. at level 13 right. or whatever. Um, but those, but those ranges are pretty large, and because, and so here's the, here's my my issue, like because at least the way that things work right now, a difference of ten is is like a is an important difference. There are five or six differences of ten within one level at the, the higher end. I don't think that there are five or six. Okay. Like I just don't. I, like, but I mean, I'm just talking about I'm just talking about the main stat level increase like that's like it it does get to be 50 and 60 up at the high end and then and more and more and more as you go higher and higher like c and stuff but there there's almost no variability in that stuff like the ranges are not as big as you think they are okay i'm telling you they're not i mean it's just math that they they really they literally are (laughs) i don't think that they are okay i don't think that any of them are more than like 20 or 30 and that is at the very top end all right I mean, 15 only goes into 200 so many times, and that's if... But the first couple of levels are, like, two or three stats, and then you level. Like, the first couple of levels are, like, zero, right? So, dude, whatever. You can look at the chart on my wall if we were in my... All these radio shows are is us arguing with each other. I know, I know. And you and I are arguing about things that we could just check. This isn't, like, whether it's okay to make out with your sister. This is, like... It's not even a fun argument like piracy. It's about numbers and math. <clears throat> so, yeah, I whatever. <laughs> what? I don't think that there's a real advantage in just making attack and defense the same stat. 
really because there are things that act on just their attack and things that act on just their defense. I mean, it like, it, I really don't like the way that combat works, but I don't think that it is really fixable unless we just get rid of or totally revamp a lot of content, like dozens of items and skills and stuff like that. And, you know, times like, oh, we could go through it, everything that D-levels, there's not actually that much stuff. It always seems like a taller order than it's going to be. Are you nodding at the thing that I'm saying? Because you're just reading shit off of your phone. I'm nodding that you were right that the stat ranges are not as, as diverse as I thought they were. See? Up until... It, it's like more like in the 20s that it gets up to the range that I was talking about. Yeah. And, 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 and at that point, I kind of think it doesn't really matter that much, right? Like... Y- yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, the, the... That safe moxie is a thing bugs me a little bit. I wish that they were still hitting you for trivial amounts of damage rather than not hitting you at all. I can't... I know we can't change that. Right? It's... Yeah, I just, I just don't know. I don't know. In a system where you're not rolling a hundred times... This is like why I feel like Dungeons and Dragons 4th edition, some stuff isn't as fun as it sounds on paper is because if if a sword has like a 10% chance of shooting a fireball when you swing it at somebody, that's one thing in World of Warcraft where in a fight you click a single button and you're swinging the sword 30 times and so you probably get to see three sweet fireballs. Whereas in a, where in an evening you might roll a die 10 times to do it that 10 percent chance is way less interesting and we run into stuff like that because each combat in kol consists of a fairly small number of things what is the what is the advantage of reducing complexity of like monster encounters to just a single level stat it would be something that we could display to people and it would be meaningful to them So I would also change the hit formulas. If monsters had a level Mm -hmm. that compared meaningfully to your level, I would no longer do the, like, direct stat comparisons for... What would you do instead? For hitting. Just say that, like, you have... ah, Fuck, who who even knows? I mean, you can always hit a monster of your level, and a monster of your level can always hit you. And so the way that that difficulty is balanced is just with hit points. And then if a monster is one level higher than you, you do... 70% 70% damage against them and have a 30% chance of That would be a pretty fundamental change to the way the game works. What do the stats do in that case? Determine your level? I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, that's once people all. decided that they wanted a fucking level in KOL, the stats just became experience points. And, yeah. People, I think, coming into this aren't accustomed to the way that game... to games working the way that KOL works. Huh. Right? Stats limit the gear that you can put on yeah maybe they have some derived features in a world of warcraft or whatever that make a big part of the difference in what your you know what your damage output is or whatever but 95 percent of the stats that you see in a game like that are coming from enchantments on your gear right which is just a, like it basically doesn't matter they they went from EverQuest, where you could gimp yourself by putting stat points into the wrong stat and not having the maximal damage output, to just saying, all right, well, you can't make any decisions about these, to, okay, now you can't make any decisions about these, and they don't do anything. They effectively don't do anything, because they're 
the your, stats on your, your character. The yeah, stats on your character just don't. They, yeah. they are such a they are such a minute portion of this your effective stats. Which is why you're. I mean, when you think of, I mean, a character in World of Warcraft, you think of you think of their the tutorial gear. zone anyway. You think of you think of their gear yeah. as being. A f- like a, a fundamental feature of that sure. character, and like you know, we don't want to have the the build discussion, but like the gear that you have equipped becomes a, like as much a part of your character as your spells, right? You know, I mean, I think that's because they're cool, right? Like spells, there are only so many different spells that you can, you know, there's only so many different ways to set something on fire with your fingers, right? <laughs> but there are a lot of different hats. Let me count them. And so you can you can keep making interesting new content if it's hats, and it's harder to make interesting new ways to set things if on fire. If it's fingers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got my 12th finger on my right hand the other day. <clears throat> <laughs> Disco Bird says, any reason, either practically or narratively, for being unable to use Clancy's loot on the stone mariachis? No. I mean... Because those instruments don't get mm-hmm. consumed, right? Correct. That's a, such a weird thing. I think those instruments should get consumed. And you should have to go through it five times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one, says WVO Quine, can you guys explain how the various PvP leaderboards are calculated? I don't really understand them. No. <laughs> uh, because I don't understand them either. Yeah, it's all, <laughs> it's all CD more. Two, PvP fights decrement your buffs without using turns, and this makes PvP relevant to Ascension in a fiddly way. Yeah, whatever, pantsless. Who told us this was going to be a thing? before anybody else even knew about it. Um, we were talking about the possibility of putting some blacklists on buffs that wouldn't get decremented. We might do that. You know, yeah. It might be a thing that happens next season. Even things like or later this up. season. I have well, no idea. Yeah. It, Maybe it only decrements positive effects. That, that, see, that, gets, that feels goofier to me. It certainly shouldn't decrement timers. Right. Right. Mm. And... The the problem is, so there are things that I did in years past mechanically that used effects as timers for things, and I shouldn't, that's not the way that we would do it now, and... But we also have effects that are supposed to be synced up with things that are actual timers, Right, and those get out of sync. Informatively, yeah, but they've been out of sync. They've been able to get out of sync for a long time. Like since you know, basically since the Platinum Yandorian Express card, that was a way that they could get out of sync. And then seeing like, oh, that's a that's a mechanic that we have in our toolbox that we don't use very often. So then we start using it more, and then things get more and more fucked up. I don't know how long the list is of things that that gets goofy. I mean, his says not much is lost if PVP does not consume buffs. I mean. That's not true at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of PV, PvP focused buffs that people are using that you want to be expended as they use those turns. Yeah, yeah. and it's like somebody who's spending all somebody who's spending their entire day PvPing should not use the exact same number of resources as somebody who's not PvPing at all. If the, if they're buying things to use for PvP, right? I mean, it, it creates it creates an economic play space for things that are useful in pvp fights yeah and like right now you know stat contests are a significant part of pvp and you can get a lot of effects running at the same time which which increase your stats hugely and a lot of effects are powerful because they have short durations yeah and Mm -hmm. this eliminates that balance lever and 
ideally, I think we end up with a situation where just PvPing is a viable way to play the game. And except the fact that PvP you, you, is always you have to have... spend turns to get better at your minis yeah. or whatever. Sure, sure. Yeah, fair enough. Well, unless we do the season where all the minis are PvP based, that'd be weird. Mm-hmm. It would be, but I mean, I could imagine. Sure. I could imagine doing it. Sure. PvP quests that you have to go on. Yeah. yeah. Where you fight monsters and then you mm-hmm. defeat some sort of sorceress. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll just make we'll just make uh, every character is an NPC. For, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Bow to Chris says. Is Seaside Town the capital of the kingdom? Is the population of Seaside Town almost completely human, or is there a, notice, a notable demi-human population? Where does the king go after you free him? Is Canada a part of the distant lands? Canada is not a part of distant lands. It's right there by yeah. by town. But you can only see it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're right. That really should still be north of Seaside Town. Yeah. Is or it, really far to the west. Is it no longer north? No, because Seaside Town is actually on the sea now. And I, I did that whole thing forgetting that Little Canadia was a thing oh. that would appear to the north of the map. So it could just be an, on an island. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but then the top part of that image is really is a weird thing. Because Nova of the... Scrotia. <laughs> what? It's not Canadia. It's an island. Nova Prince, Scrotia. Prince, Prince Albert Island. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what is wrong with you guys? Scrote and Prince Albert. Oh, how about uh, New Chode Land? Yeah, that's now you're on board. <laughs> Prince, Prince Albert is cleverer <laughs> than New Chode Land. I think so. I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad I'm in charge. Uh, Wax says, "Good evening. How about that thing with the pool table where the cues disappears? You use it." Yeah, I got less excited about that when I realized that you actually have to click on the pool table to see that thing oh. that they're talking about. Oh, so you have already decided to do it, or oh, it's just not visible from the. Yeah, you know, you you know whether you can do it or not. You don't know how many more times you can do it, right? The 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 nice thing about the steam lines was that you didn't have to click on the thing to yeah. look at. Does it, the so. pool table have balls on it? I don't remember. Could we, you want to yeah. put some balls on the pool table? Change uh, the number of pockets. <laughs> I don't remember what the viewing angle of it is. No, I think you just. I think it's just a question of how many balls do you want on your table. Yeah, uh, I don't want to log in to the game on this computer <laughs> to look. Uh, two, an item of the month, which is a pair of pants that you can also wear on your head, possibly with the tag, can only equip one of this item at a time. Gear that would be equipable in multiple slots is is a little odd. It's interesting, but I'm not sure which, how it would work. Yeah, which inventory section would it show up in? Like from the the familiars that can equip stuff, that's a pretty that that was a a bunch of extra work to get them to be yeah. able to equip. Here. I mean, I guess you just have two links that say equip head and equip butt, but, mm-hmm. but, 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 a butt a on, but, 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 the head on button. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess that's a, that would be an interesting idea in the sense that you could keep the enchantments of it depending on whether you had like pants that were better or hats yeah. that were better. Um, Balancing that kind of thing becomes a nightmare, though, because then we'd have to write, when, when we do our reports, like, what's the best hat in slot? We'd have to remember that mm-hmm. it's competing with this thing that's both. Yep. Yeah. 
Uh, Marvin the Drunk says, can we ever expect to see a major class revamp, mainly in terms of the accordion thief? I know this has been addressed tons of times, but it's still a sort of an issue that one class is sort of useless in Aftercore because of all the buff bots. The accordion thief was my first class, and because of the humor content, it was quickly my favorite. I just wish it was more practical or interesting to play as one. Even to go so far as to give him a combat skill or two would be great, so long as it serves to give them some identity in the realm of combat. Thank you, and keep on trucking. Isn't there another forum thread that's complaining about accordion thieves completely clogging up one of the leaderboards? I don't know. I mean, they're he's talking about aftercore. Um, yeah, I mean, I you know, I wish every class had twice as many skills and some interesting, you know, in class differentiation. Much like it's so hard for us to even have any differentiation between classes that doing anything interesting with them is. So there was a, there was a in terms of class differentiation, there was a golden era of KOL when you could be one class. And if you wanted to make some hell ramen, you had to have two characters yeah. get together to make some yeah. hell ramen. And and that era was prior to ascension. Yeah. And so ever since then, class differentiation has has practically zeroed out. Um, there's the nemesis quests and the stuff that opens up and is available to you with mm. with those. There's the the clan dungeon stuff was meant to do some of that too. The sea, a little bit. The yeah. sea is also meant to do some of yeah. that. And like. We have tried multiple times to devise a system of harmonicas All right. whereby Each accordion thieves would get some combat, combat skills, skills from based on buffs. what songs right. that they had it's just a in mess. their head. It just never I turns out satisfying. Well. does a little bit of that, and there's something else that does a little bit of it. Uh, what? Maybe... Uh, uh, what, the sunglasses, the elvish sunglasses, do something like that. But yeah, there's all these harmonicas spindled and code half written before it just gets stupid. Yep. And yeah, accordion thieves are hard. They're such an awesome class that they don't need any help. If they're not, if they're not like if if every class has various strengths, like some are really good at descending, some are really good in aftercore, then that's cool. You know, the accordion thieves don't have to be awesome and aftercore because they're so awesome to play the rest of the time are they though yeah they're great okay linguini lad says why are the puppet strings cursed microwaves and pony keg untradeable yeah hot stuff why uh because some things you have to get for yourself yeah pal you'd have to earn them the puppet strings are literally equivalent to rape and so we don't (laughs) want that to be something that you can buy in the mall freely trade yeah you have to really commit to it Uh, these are those are all things that are buy clubs for clubs, right? So, if you, if you want them, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to be a club, and you'll get them eventually if you're PvPing for a, a long enough. So, <clears throat> club club for clubs. Chard says, "Can we please get swagger for defensive wins in PvP? I can see how it can be abused if it was any defensive win. So, how about just if we were randomly attacked and won? No. Yeah, I don't." I mean, all that does is devalue. Like, if we were going to do that, we would have just made everything cost three times as much. Yeah. So, and and we didn't. So, no. I think I feel like it would be cool and not too inflationy if you got a bonus point of swagger for beating somebody seven to zero. That's pretty hard to do. Yeah, it doesn't happen often. I it would routinely be lose uh, 7 to 0. 7 to 0, yeah. <laughs> I've been playing all my fights. I spent 26 or 28 turns uh, just like a normal person uh-huh. uh, working on my minis. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
but I'm still doing fights every once in a while. You said you won one earlier today. I did. Yeah, every yeah. once in a while, the random selection will pick, pick somebody that I can beat. I'm, I'm nearly at at a at a um, three to one win to loss ratio. Oh, nice. Sean Dammit like says forty fights. I'm listening to the five three radio show right now. At the beginning of the show, you say that there are four things that you do better than KOL. <laughs> One, masturbating. Two, looking at a screen. And three, counting things. I don't have a question, but I just wanted to let you know that you're bad and you should feel bad. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> was that on this? Was that on the Wednesday show? It was recently. Yeah. Yeah. That was us, though. Yeah, it was yeah, definitely yeah, us. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> The Nuge says, a ways into the PvP changes, how do you feel about them? Have they been successful so far? Also, with the vast number of things in the game, will mini games be repeated from season to season? Will every Susan be in... Susan? Every <laughs> season be entirely new to Susan. <clears throat> um, I think we're going to get some lazy Susan. Seems like that's what the Nuge should, the should sound like. Uh, so... Skeeter it, in the Nuge. <laughs> you know, Morning talk zoo. I think next season's minis will probably be... Probably entirely different. Yeah, yep. I, I feel like we've got enough that we can. We've got maybe two or three. But there's in, also a bunch of ideas that we proposed that didn't worth. get coded yeah. because we didn't need. In the long money. term, but yeah, eventually there will be, there will be a pool be. of minis, and ideally they will just be chosen at random yeah. with with certain sort of yeah. algorithmic constraints. CD Moyer's proposal included at its core that we would not have this would not be a thing that we would have to start worrying about yeah, every yeah. two months from now until until the end of the game uh -oh. um and, and i imagine once we've done enough seasons that all the minis we're looking to try have tried and been validated as good minis and we have a set of good minis then we'll just yeah. start picking randomly and i don't mind like the eyeball one will probably go away or be changed yeah in the future i don't mind example. A, like so that would be a good one for a season where we introduce a new clan dungeon sure. for instance right yeah. because then it's because it really should have been most slimy eyeballs gathered this season it's just right. that that wasn't very easy to do yeah it was um, hard enough to the point where when we thought about doing it even a day or two beforehand we were like, like yeah we don't want to we don't want to open that can of worms um but you know that i like i kind of want there always to be a consumption uh mini mm -hmm. of some kind of some kind yeah yeah sure right and and but that's, that's what i'm saying about the algorithmic the, the algorithmic thing there'll be like sure. a pool of like six different consumption but we just need style to be careful. i think it's more interesting if we choose what that's for and that is maybe a few minutes of work every season which is which is pretty fine yeah pretty fine yeah uh fred levi says where'd you get that do 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 bridge music you use on the podcast i think that's just something scully played I asked him to send me a bump that he had made for Family Hot Dog, and he sent me the wrong file. And I put it in there, and he was like, oh, that I didn't know that I sent you that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, And then Fred Levi wrote lyrics to it. <laughs> uh, the Upstairs Frank says, awesome job with the PvP room, guys. I'm doing all the stuff I never wanted to do, like Adventure in the Sea, Ferns, Basement, Growing Mushrooms. Very nice balance between things that an Ascender can do and things that a non-Ascender can do. It's so good that I've constantly watched people knock each other off the hill consistently in softcore. Woo-hoo! I believe this will start to happen soon in hardcore too. A lot of minis that a character that's high level in hardcore can't get enough of to compete with somebody who ascends. Um, Why is he growing mushrooms? Um, diet variety? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Uh, you know, I, there, there, maybe there's some sort of uber elite strategy that we just don't know for huh. yeah, something. Is there some effect that you can get from that that you can only? 
Is he? Did he figure out the secret to grow the hobo power mushrooms? <gasps> oh, <clears throat> oh, is uh, is fettuccine and no fettuccine and cano is goat cheese? Yeah, it's fancy schmancy cheese sauce. Is it or is it Himalayan Schmancy. Hidalgo sauce? Yeah. <laughs> Man, <laughs> remember back when all of the content in KOL was, was just, just in jokes between me ridiculous. and my real life friends? <laughs> I, as I was writing placeholder stuff for the path today, uh-huh. I was thinking. You know, in the early days, this would have just been the content. <laughs> and I kind of miss that sometimes. Maybe maybe, like, maybe you should write done. a placeholder clan dungeon. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. The, that would be fucking awesome. Just just there, get it working. And whatever the first thing is that I think of to put into each thing is that th- that's it. Sorry. There's a non-combat adventure that just says, this looks like a good place to drop some hobo mud. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you acquire an item. Hobo mud. Um, oh, that's such a good idea. <laughs> we should just each do one. It just I mean, we each do a branch. We do like the Psychonauts oh, clan dungeon where God. each of them is a, each branch is one of such a one mess. of us. <laughs> it's just the the streams of consciousness. Wow. Yeah, it's like a place my father's house has Man. many rivers. That sounds really fun, actually. <laughs> I I just worry I don't know that how it, fun it would, it would be to play. Exactly. Would turn it, yeah. Well, no. I mean, I think it would, like if it was really like okay, you you guys, you have one day to make a branch of a clan dungeon, and whatever isn't there at the end of that day isn't fucking there. Um, also, you have to draw them. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> right. I totally uh, would. Eric says, can timers get put in a separate effect category so PvP doesn't decrement them and they don't get messed up by the black cat or mess up your old scratch fight or affect the multicolor? Sure. Probably a bug. Yes. I guess. Some t- uh, effects can have properties now. Like uh, a condo in Florida? Yeah, like park place. Cool. Like b- brown gardens. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin? No. No. Uh, Marvin Gardens is like light blue. Green? Is it? I think so. Yeah, I think that's a green one. Sorry, I actually don't care about Monopoly. (laughs) Someday, though, I do want to play a game of Monopoly by the rules to see if it is actually not terrible, Mm. as it is often suggested it is not. Mm. No windfalls on free parking. You yeah, I mean the auctions. That I mean having to mortgage that everything. alleviates some of the problems, but I think there are still some mechanical issues in it. Yeah. Uh, Kamal says perhaps make the VIP key permanent in Mister Store. No, no I, I think that the VIP key in Mister Store is pretty interesting it's from perfect. an economic yeah. standpoint yeah. now, and yeah. it's it, I think it works out pretty well. Something that comes back on an unpredictable, unpredictable intervals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eloquent Rune's talking about the piracy conversation, the people talking about libraries and stuff, and yeah, everything is wrong. Everything is wrong. <laughs> Originally asked if I read this thing by Steve Albini about the music industry, but yes, I have. And It's, again, a, it's a Negative Land article? Uh, no, I think it was just linked. It was a thing that Negative Land linked to okay. on their website. It's, it's just Steve Albini ta- talking. He wrote this thing about this is how the record industry works, people, and it's like, this is how, when you get a major label deal where they say they give you 200 grand this is how you end up at the end of that with no money and then you still owe the record company money just because of the ways in which they they do their accounting. And while I agree that that's totally fucked up and we're better off moving to a world where somebody doesn't need a record label in order to get stuff into the hands of people, I I rarely have sympathy for somebody that signs a contract that fucks them. You know, because Mm -hmm. all you had to do was read it and 
uh, and or you know just have somebody on your side of the arrangement that knows what they're doing what if like, what if you said no to the contract and it fucked you anyway sure that's that's rape but you know <clears throat> yeah i mean who knows man i don't know i don't know anything about you know what if you what if you sign a contract like oh i don't know say a prenup that then it turns out no this is exactly the same as if you hadn't signed it at all yep written on toilet paper um <laughs> guy says i'm not going to share my opinions on piracy because i don't want to get involved in a mass incineration but i bought a mr a this month so i'm totally legit <laughs> oh. i like talking about libraries alpha omicron says i'm pretty sure this has come up before but how come players in hardcore ronin can't buy and sell in the mall via hank so we do not want people in run buying stuff with meat in Hanks from the mall to put in Hanks and then pulling it because right. that eliminates plan. the need to prepare yeah. yep. and plan and have the stuff that you want. That said, we also don't want to be messing with that table. A that ton. is uh, that is way less of a concern now that that code has all been replaced with code that somebody on the payroll understands. Okay. Um, that, that is all that stuff is all in much, much better shape now. Um, I don't know that it's in better shape. It's in shape that I trust more because I understand how it works. Right. Right. There, there are just certain things that involve moving a lot of stuff around that I don't trust because it's database stuff that I don't know how it works. Um, Voodoo. Mm. Wizards. Oh, happy birthday, Elf. Oh, happy birthday. Uh, some other people talking about libraries. There's, You know... One way to get a lot of people talking on the internet is to say something about a library, and then it turns out everybody on the fucking internet works at a library. <laughs> Why does everybody work at a library now? Did, I like, do know I do I, know a bunch of librarians. Yeah. I, th I think I think fuck, that is it just, just because we're old. Now? I think it's and, weighted because librarians have a lot of time to be on the internet. Right, because there's fuck all to do at a library because it's just <laughs> a building that is in the process of being torn down. <laughs> um, the notion of like Kendall's. Like ebooks being lendable is interesting, right? Like mm -hmm. the fact that I could, like, I can buy a Kindle book and then I could, like, lend one, it to you seems like a strange concept. The idea of like yeah. lendable, lendable bits. From what I've heard, it's it's a really awkward setup. But I don't know. Yeah, I've not. I've never tried to use it. Huh. I did not know that N G U Y E N was pronounced Nguyen. I knew that it was not pronounced the way it's spelled, but it's I didn't know how to pronounce Wayne, it. Isn't it. I think I. Is it? He yeah. says Wax says it's Nguyen. No, I think it's Wayne. 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 It's just Wayne. Huh. Yeah. That, that's what I've decided. I the, the NG is like Yeah, you know, like Batman. Bruce Nguyen. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I don't I don't know. I am I'm, I'm talking out of Apple School. Says, would it be possible to have avatar skill points roll over so that any points you would have gotten in the past 30 for doing Age of Boris runs will instead apply to the next age run? No, 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 no. That is totally. No, Jesus. No. Fuck. Um, Let's see. And there's me yelling at chilled. <clears throat> yeah, you're actually engaged. Like in in what is supposed to be a questions thread, you actually posted. Which thunder? That, like that. The level of like like angst you must have had. Been like, I don't want to post in here because it's not a question, but must respond. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Add says, well, data separated into hardcore and normal ones PVP archives, at least in summary. Current overall data only format isn't exactly helpful in comparing one standing to the boards on which separation of hard and normal is a thing. Uh, wait, no? Okay. Uh, he says, thanks, CD Moyer, for something. Yeah. Uh, and more people talking about piracy. Alfredo Boyardi says, sweet PvP revamp, bros. Sweet item of the month, bros. I hope your ladies give you a few extra hand jobs for all <laughs> your hard work. Um, that is in itself hard work. Hmm. <clears throat> hard work. Hard. Like a dong. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Seeing as the Olympic-sized swimming pool is basically the same size as everything else in the clan VIP room, could you rename everything in there as Olympic-sized? <laughs> Olympic-sized fax machine, Olympic-sized relaxing hot tub, Olympic-sized April shower, an Olympic-sized shower. <laughs> so not a thing that I want. That's pretty good. Uh, Ultabot says, is there any chance we can get an advanced search filter for finding clannies to manage their rank and title? We could still check the full clan roster list if we only want to look up a specific player's rank, but it's currently pretty hard to manage their rank and title without first browsing through pages and pages of clannies. Maybe try being in a more intimate clan. Or, you know, you see each other naked. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> boy, yeah, people... Uh, What's with all the dick stabbery? People complaining about stuff and when are we going to start talking? Like, people want to know when in the Monday shows we start taking KOL questions uh, instead of the banter. And apparently that becomes more of a thing when there isn't somebody doing regular transcripts. And I guess maybe there's not anybody doing regular transcripts now. Yeah, it it fell off. It's it's kind of a thankless task. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. And then it's like, yeah, and it's like it's even more work to do a good job of it. And then it's like... I wonder what would happen if you just ran it through Dragon Dictate. If, oh, if it would man. be at all, I think that would be so comprehensible. So ridiculous. I mean, I think Dragon Dictate has a hard enough time listening to one speaker who's speaking slightly slower than normal. Uh, the idea of trying to get people talking over each other and yelling at each other and like <laughs> it might be yeah. interesting though. It might write out the works of Shakespeare. I wonder if it has some impossible for secrets or something. Farts into Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Poor Mike, man. Stumps McGee writes. <laughs> Jake, I want to know more about you as an artist. How much training do you have? How often do you draw something to work on technique instead of for work? Do you have any artists that inspire you? Well, I should just answer these in, in a row. Uh, no training at all, just practice. Um, That's what makes perfect. Yeah. Yeah. How often do you draw something to work on technique instead of for work? Like, basically never. What about your, like, yeah, you card a day? One year, uh, I did, the year before this one, I did, uh, I was trying to just make a postcard of art, or an index card size piece of art every day. Um, then you restarted it this past year. I didn't, though. I started doing stuff on the computer this year. Well, but that's I didn't still, actually draw it. Yeah, that's still it the skills of an artist. But it doesn't, it, I don't think that it, that actually... But it was with it was with a drawing pad. No, it totally wasn't. I use the drawing oh. pad every great once in a while to do like the early sketches of it. But I my see. inability to draw a perpendicular line, like my inability to draw like a horizontal line on the drawing tablet, I don't understand how people get good at that. What do you mean by inability to draw a pen horizontal down? Line? I would put the pen down and try to draw a horizontal line on the tablet, and it would be a fucking forty-five degree line on the screen. And huh. No amount of positioning it, no amount of doing anything would make it uh, nothing except drawing the same line 30 times trying to make it fucking horizontal would make it horizontal. And it just got to be way too frustrating. Did you it's ever way try easier. putting a piece of paper under it, under the, the, does, your, does yours have like a tracing it does. pad? No, never mind. That's a really heavy no, I mean, feature. The, of, the thing is, I, I can't look at the tablet and draw on the tablet. I have to look at the screen and draw on the tablet. Oh, weird. Well, because otherwise you can't see what you're doing. I mean, yeah. 
I think maybe if I had one of those tablets that was also a screen, I would be a guy that spent way more money than he needed to <laughs> on a drawing tablet for for his purposes. I mean, it, I mean, you could try uh, get like a, a fun g- toy, get a stylus for your iPad. Yeah, no, the resolution on those is pretty. Yeah. And uh, I and plus, I just weird. don't. It's not that important, mm. you know. I mean, like I've been doing a bunch of pixel art stuff for that game maker game thing that I'm working on, and that seems pretty cool. And I'm not going to do that with a stylus, you know. I'm not going to do that with a drawing tablet. Um, are there? Do you have any artists that inspire you? I don't. Like, not really in terms of work, because I don't know artists. Like, the art that I like is stuff that is just so far beyond anything that I could ever do. He addresses this later in the question. Um, uh, How does it make you feel that there are artists out there that you would probably consider way better than yourself that have failed to make what you make off of one cute familiar based only on its picture? I, you know, it makes me feel extremely lucky. Hmm. Um, It's always weird. When, you know, there are people who I just are so much better than me at stuff that don't because they are not working in the context of an MMO with the critical mass required to make it profitable, you know? Yeah, you, I mean, like, you've got a lot of context going on, but, you, you know, it's 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 more, it's like a package, right? Like, you'll draw something that's cute, but you're not, no one would ba- buy just a picture of that. Yeah. For they're sort of buying like the thing that we have tried to sell to yeah they, but like the thing that you sold as art most recently that i can think of was the bone star shirt and that's an awesome picture right and it's derivative to some extent but it's also unique it, it is and derivative to the largest extent that it is possible for something to be derivative oh. without just being something else <laughs> but i mean it, I, I making a steampunk death star would be derivative but it would still like if done well would still be a new thing you made one out of bones which is cool right like okay so but that like that we actually tried to sell as art you know and, and then t-shirt fiasco or whatever but everything like you know a cute familiar also has a bunch of funny sentences to go with it yeah, and, and then and there's also gameplay game game, like, stuff it, so. and it's the game stuff that sells it right like it's uh, more people will buy something that is cute but not like not a bunch. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know. Something that was just cute, I have no idea. We don't really know. You should I mean, try. You should do it. just a cute overload. Uh, all it is is just pictures of puppies. Yeah, just Baby. photographs of puppies. Yeah. Kittens. kittens all, it is, all it is is a f- a, an RSS Baby feed bunnies. of Reddit slash cute animals or whatever the fuck. Baby bunny in a teacup. Um, sorry for loading you up on questions. I've just really been enjoying your recent artwork. Yeah, it's, it is weird looking at the old stuff and seeing... I mean, you can't help but get better at something if you just do it all the time for 10 years. You And you hate drawing stuff still. I don't really as much anymore. I, I'm, I no longer get racked with the, the sort of mid-career stuff that was like, ah, fuck, I'm just... I'm never going to be able to draw the things that Riff and Scully have decided that I have to draw. <laughs> like, there's just no way... There was no way for me to make a convincing reproduction of this in my style. And then every time I do it, it's like, oh, okay, I guess that worked all right. You know, every once in a while, there's a, it's getting less and less where I'll like have to draw something twice because I fuck it up the first time, which is which is. I mean, you do a lot of constructions on the computer. Some for some stuff, not like I no longer typically spend a lot of time trying to draw like just a big rectangle. <laughs> you know, I also got a light box, um, which helps a lot for larger scale stuff like that, like just making things straight lines. 
I have a really, really hard time with that. Even drawing on a piece of paper, my inclination is always to do 45 to, degrees. To, to, you know, really probably 15 degrees is what it'll it'll tend to look like. And if I like if I draw a rectangle, the left the bottom left corner of it always juts out to the left of the top left corner and below the bottom right corner. In so you're making ways. like rhomboids or whatever. E, well, sort of Tra- trapezoids. Yeah, except Trapper they're not keepers. really parallel. They're not really um, circle symmetrical. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're always just circles. So I mean, a lot of the times when I draw a rectangle, I will take one of the corners and flip it and make the other like whichever corner I fucked up the worst. I will just <laughs> make it a rotated copy of another corner uh, so that it actually looks like a rectangle. That's huh. cool. That's weird. And, you know, honestly, stick figures are a thing that I edit a ton because I'll have to, like, it takes me a lot of tries to draw the right shape for the head. <laughs> um, or it'll just look goofy or the hat won't fit on it right or something. And Or, or you accidentally drew a huge dong on it. Yeah, that's usually, usually what happens. Uh, anyway. Uh, <clears throat> so that was a forum thread. Yay. Cool. What else we got? Uh, boy, I don't know. Bug, video bugbear a deep and abiding hunger i guess we could uh no i'm not logged into kol so it'd be too hard to get to radio bugbear questions <laughs> we'll save those for next time okay um all right guys it's been fun doing a kingdom of loathing podcast with you mm-hmm. riff and hot stuff and it's been fun doing kingdom of loathing podcast for you listeners <clears throat> and it's thanks. been fun doing this weird thanks for no showing up yeah. bringing it yep showing up at the internet at the internet yep cafe bring it. have a great week dot com <laughs>